how's it going everyone this one this podcast is recorded fresh off the canvas from last night i mean laura just recorded this and i'm recording the intro to this right now this is a really cool one um, as you can tell by the title of this one it's a controversial one we dive deep as always and and we can all see that there's you know there's within us all there is kind of a, an intuitive and on a and on a primal level we all know that something is wrong when it comes to organic gender roles when it comes to the family unit and values and i definitely feel like there's a lot of inversion when it comes to this and there's been kind of a lot of psychological uh, operations being kind of put forward towards the organic gender roles family units and values um, that are kind of organic and fundamental to being a human being so me and laura dive in at this one we talk about the physical things that we see and also we speak about the metaphysical origins of this too and dive even deeper as we always do um it's interesting after just recording this podcast just give you a bit of a heads up and um, this is kind of like this is the nature of the of god you know it's the nature of this place um, it's activated a lot of work in me you know like there's always more levels to uncover there's always more to be uh, healed you know um i think so much of, so many of us have so much things that are within us are, that are, un, are unhealed we're all on a healing journey and after just doing this podcast you know last night you know i've been <laughs> i've been curled up in a ball you know feeling into some stuff and the same thing this morning you know i'm still in it now i'm still feeling into some wounds that i have in regards to my feminine with inside of me and a lot's been activated through this anyway. So it was, that was just interesting anyway. I would love to see if that happens within any of you, you know, after listening to this. What comes up within you, you know? Is anything kind of triggered? Um, it's always good to sometimes feel into the triggers as well. But anyway, I love you all. Um, uh, enjoy this one as always. Uh, if you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. And I'm also offer some one-on-one personal coaching if you want to do any emotional work trauma work or or you just need someone to bounce some ideas off you know um, i'm more than happy to help enjoy How's it going, everyone? Good day. You all right, mate? Just making sure that we're live. Everything's okay. Hopefully, everything's all right. Um, and this one today, me and Laura wanted to speak about a controversial one. It's something that we've been understanding and uncovering through our own uh, personal journeys. And it's the topic of uh, surviving the tyrannical uh, feminine and masculine and it's it's one that we want to explore um because we've kind of like un- uncovered a lot of different spells um through our own unraveling of our own selves as we've started our own healing journeys and i feel like there's a huge uh, psychological operation um being put forward in the human psyche and the human consciousness to create a, a, a divide and a balance between the the feminine and the masculine and I think both has, have been affected through like societal conditioning and traumas. And I think we can all see that. And there's been like a, a huge kind of war raged on organic gender roles, uh, family unit, values, and many other things too. And I think on an intuitive and a primal level, you know, we all can feel that something's wrong, you know. And I think one of the biggest causes of this is inversion. And what do I mean by inversion? 
um, inversion when it comes to the feminine and masculine, uh, psychologically manipulating woman and man to detach from organic roles that are a fundamental um, healthy part of being a man and a woman. You know, manipulating man and woman away from them things, you know. Um, do you want to add something? No, it's just agreeing. All right, sorry. Um, I thought you were going to add something there to that. <laughs> I fucking feel I your could, energy coming. I could jump in <laughs> if you want. Yeah, go on, add something. Um, yeah, women are, women and men are, like, um, the masculine and feminine is like a, two forces that are meant to complement each other and act in a symbiotic relationship. But I feel like now with the way the culture is, it's like there's a dynamic of it's like it's, us versus them and that you see that happen in so many different areas you know like with the with like this um social justice warrior movement of you know it's um black lives matter against white supremacists it's men against women it's it's this it's this versus that it's us versus them and that dynamic has been playing out so hard like there's so much conditioning that i've just had to go through like of of my anger towards men which i'm still feeling but as a society, like we're we're kind of told that our traditional, our traditional sort of essences as being like a woman or a man, is something that's kind of um, wrong, or we've been conditioned against that, and we're kind of been conditioned to see sort of things that are natural for us as modern and things that are so somehow like against our nature as progressive in a sense. So it like we're acting in disalignment with our own like our own essences which is leading to us like it's leading to like a, a big cultural standpoint where like there's there's like it's like communism in in the, in the family in the, the communism in the family but like in the workplace as well because it's like women are now in job roles that the that they've kind of not been in traditionally in the past hundred years it's a kind of a new phenomenon like for the last hundred years of women actually working and women are coming into this natural environment for them and they're bringing those those essences and they're being inverted into that in that dynamic yeah that masculine forward uh, yeah. forward uh, dynamic it's interesting because when you said there when laura was speaking there about the, the social uh, frameworks that are kind of like being like how a lot of like this is for the masculine and the feminine how we get kind of been inverted in a way into these kind of societal frameworks that are contradictory to our own human nature and it's interesting because if you can what i thought about is if you can manipulate you know if you can subdue and manipulate men and women you know away from things that are or are organic that are sacred you weaken the human being mm-hmm. and i think um through that process as well you know as, as you as as you do that, as you start taking um, you know the humans away from this kind of this or, this more organic nature, um, you know you, you disconnect them in that process from the things that matter, from spirit, you know. And I, I really feel I really feel that that's the case. And I think what we're seeing now on the planet is I think there's a, we're seeing that there's a lot of kind of um, we're facing a lot of kind of like uh, structural problems right now. In terms of how the feminine and how the masculine operates in modern day society, like I said before, um, you know, like organic gender roles, uh, families, like real values, you know, these things are starting to fall apart, and uh, people are struggling to function, you know, because these fundamental things are not in place, and we're kind of being taken away from that, you know, and that's why it's important. I mean, Laura's learned this a lot through our journey. It's important to balance um, union 
uh, roles and energies um, between the feminine and the masculine. And I think um, when when women and men, you know, have to, when women and men do actually work together in in these proper roles, that's when you kind of find a, a real um, what's the word look like a real symbi- symbi- like like symbiosis. A symbiosis you find like a real you, you develop a real symbiosis you know but however you know if these kind of if these basic like foundations or tendencies of of what it is to be a healthy man or a healthy woman is being inverted and we're constantly kind of as we can all see you know we're constantly being presented with poor examples of the idea of what it actually means to be a modern day man or what it means to be a modern day woman like Laura said before we're kind of society's creating these societal frameworks that are contradictory to our own human nature you know this in in this basic level of inversion you get to a point in your own psych, psychological nature where you know not only does it disconnect you from the true harmony within your own soul but it actually um you get to this stage psychologically where you don't know what's true and what's not because society is feeding us this algorithm and trying to invert us in some way away from our true nature and this is obviously this conversation can go not just for the feminine masculine it can go for other aspects but in particular you know like we can see that you know men are being demasculized and women are being masculized um and add some of that mm-hmm. um i think it's just Women, I think we'll grow up in a culture that doesn't really honor, that doesn't really honor femininity. And so, because I felt this inside of me, like from growing up, it just the, like I'm quite an intuitive and creative person and going to school and stuff, like those subjects were kind of seen as secondary and it was more sort of tailored towards the left here, left hemisphere polarized subjects of like maths and science and it was like, oh, well, if you get your maths and science, you'll be good, you're set for life. Just you, the things like art and literature and things that like are, are more expressions of art and creativity and more things that are like left hemisphere polarized, they're seen as secondary. And I think that, that along with other things as well, are kind of subtly put down like the feminine role and the feminine essence. And I think a lot of this has got to do with like the breakdown of the family unit as well. Because I don't think women are meant to be single moms i think there's been such a disharmony in in the family unit and i'd i want to get into this i don't know why they're getting this now or later but like um talk about yuri bezmanov and ideological subversion like how sort of things i don't know if it's if it's a group of people that have that have an intentionally planned to subvert and twist society in a certain way or if it's you know the saying the road to hell is paved with good intentions it's just people who are so like low in their soul condition and so low in the depths of their psyche that they're kind of trying to drag everyone into that place with them but I think a a lot of this has been like a a breakdown of the family unit and just a a lowering of the feminine essence which causes a real subconscious rage in women towards men because they've had to deny their own femininity to and become more like men to fit in in the society and I feel it in me as well like when going back to work I feel like I've had to kind of put a shell around myself and not be as not be in that kind of more sensitive and receptive state inside myself because it becomes unbearable to be sensitive when you're in a when you're in a harsh environment like a workplace it becomes you just have to you have to create a something around yourself to protect yourself and it just makes my heart ache for people that are like single moms who are going off to work and you know they've got to look after kids and yeah I don't know if you want to talk more about like how 
the masculine roles play this part in that or yeah yeah definitely i just wanted to quickly les said in the comments she said it's a classic divide of of the uh divide and rural dynamic yeah mm -hmm. for sure and also les said as well the movement towards society farming out their kids to nurseries and childminders yeah that's a that's a huge one like that's a that's a part that's a in my opinion that's a level of the inversion you know because you know if you have a if you create a if you create a situation where you're not in control of your kid's consciousness and you're and you're kind of um, externalizing your child's psychological makeup to someone else to do to dictate the rhythms of your how, how your child acts how your child behaves then you know you we're kind of asking for something we're asking for it you know that's what i believe anyway okay. um but um yeah but it's it's, it's interesting because like obviously this is one that like me and laura have been like you know we're, we're still we're still in the middle of kind of like trying to un unravel this and then um, when laura was speaking there and kind of like given more like of a, a feminine perspective um and this is why i wanted to kind of bring me and laura together because obviously you know it's it's unfair probably for i know i can speak on the feminine and laura can speak on the masculine because we're experiencing it all you know we're human beings uh, experiencing everything that we see in reality but it's more balanced to kind of bring like laura's perspective of what she's kind of her soul's been unraveled and what my soul's unraveled and when laura was speaking about the feminine tendencies you know like just to give a uh, a bit of context around how i've seen the masculine being kind of subdued and how the masculine has been uh, demasculized i think you know we can see how like within me on my own journey i've started to uncover that there is a there is a natural masculine force within me that like a mask there's a natural um masculine energy within me that is inherently good but however it can be inverted and it can be pulled into the inner our lower nature so what i'm trying to say is that there is how the inversion goes on with the masculine is that 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 natural organic mas masculine force that resides within all men um, and also the masculine resides within women but that's we're going to talk about that later on but the natural force that resides within men it gets inverted into certain channel channels like pornography video games a sport and culture and there's many more other forms of that how the masculine is as a kind of the energy is diverted but these things are basically used as a form of inversion to to kind of um to kind of direct the masculine energy and make them into a more weaker man right and what it basically does is it disconnects the man from you know from his roots it depletes them of kind of his natural energy and you know and it take and, and that actually takes a, a natural wear and tear on the feminine masculine dynamic on the family unit on on gender roles you know because because the masculine has, has become so far out of tune and out of balance it affects the harmony and the balance of the gender roles and i think you know these guys for example i've noticed this but a, a lot of guys who you know sleep with a lot of people for example you know they don't have a family core to them you know they're not grounded in reality so they're going off sleeping with loads of people you know and in the end deep down within their soul you know they feel uh, disconnected they feel isolated at the core of themselves and they're using this to kind of to run away from themselves and just to touch on how the woman's masculated as well because we we're talking about this before but how i say it is that there's kind of been this inversion going on with the with the women where they're trying to make the women masculinize through the process of kind of tricking the woman into believing that that she is not equal in certain areas so basically psychologically and uh, manipulating the woman to believe that they're not fulfilled unless they have kind of these same fundamental things that are actually organic 
um, to the true role of the masculine. So subduing the woman into believing that she needs to have these also have operate at this same level of energy as the masculine is in certain ways. Yeah, I think, sorry, just yeah, to jump in, I think that's what's invited about feminism. It's like women aren't equal unless they're equal to a man, basically. It's like if women aren't an equal, there isn't an equal amount of women CEOs, it's not, it's not like it's not fair or it's not uh, true equality but really that's so inverted because women are naturally more intuitive and nurturing and they want to kind of stay home and look after the family but to say that something isn't equality because women aren't naturally going towards those roles is a very inverted way to say to see um feminine nature yeah in the in the in the deeper inversion of that as well as is that the way society set up right now as well and i think this will start to kind of we'll start to see more kind of how this is relatable to to, to live in an alternative ways because this plays into it too because obviously we're living in a world now where the world's very westernized and the way that we're living is not the way that we've lived lived for the last thousand years so i think as more kind of as more women start like really tapping into the true essence of what it means to have a real organic family um i think what's going to happen is as more people start going back to that way of living where they're living more in harmony and the and the rules are are, are in a more symbolic nature we're going to start to see how how the how the modern day world is also not designed in a way to bring harmony to the feminine and the masculine, you know, because I think what what we're analysing now, you know, where I think this conversation becomes a lot clearer if we're to take ourselves out of modern day civilization and place us in a more kind of a more natural state, you know, because we're not living in a natural state right now, you know, like with the masculine and the feminine is being kind of both are being overstimulated in certain ways, you know. I know the masculine energy is more leaning towards that kind of outward force but it's still when i've chapped into my own senses it's still my senses are still too much out of balance you know like i'm too stimulated and it's interesting when, when laura was mentioning before about how like uh, the speaking about the essence of women and the inversion that goes on you know women are being inverted to also become tax slaves in that process and you're actually taking though taking away uh, a true a beautiful organic role which is the woman to be looking after the children you know mm. or, or being the kind of the the foundation of that family yeah. so women are being inverted to become tax slaves you know and i also think there's a lot of programming and conditioning about seeing children as burdens like because i've been steeping my consciousness in like wanting to have kids now and every time i bring it up to someone it's like oh don't have kids you know they'll ruin your life basically even people that have got like got kids I've never I never ever hear anyone say anything positive about their children and I think that's a massive wound within women within society and I know um I know the way that we're living at the moment isn't isn't the children can be a burden because the woman has to go to work and leave the kids and and I think as a culture we're kind of not going through certain rites of passage which means we're kind of um we're not emotionally as as intelligent on we're not like as well-rounded as we would have been in the past when we went would have been living more in harmony with ourselves and going through certain rites of passage we're not as mature so maybe that's why kind of it when as children get older they're still acting as, as if they're 18 they're probably still acting like a 10 year old would maybe like two 200 years ago so maybe that's one reason why but also there's been like so much programming and conditioning just to see children as a as a huge burden on you and i've been kind of healing and feeling that emotional wound within me and i also think there's like conditioning of the feminine energy where it's like don't don't have kids get a cat 
channel that nurturing feminine energy into a pet and I've felt that within me when, when I've had pets I'm like it's me channeling my nurturing energy of wanting to you know raise something and and see it flourish into a like a a well-rounded being and I've taken that and I've put that and it's been projected on a pet instead of actually in the co-creation of of another human bringing another human being into existence and so I think the program is it is very deep I know that masculine energy has been the same sort of masculine energy has been um, programmed in certain ways like we were watching the was it watching the Champions League final the other night and I was seeing the men like speak in great detail about the the strategies of the players and stuff I just thought wow like if that if that strategic energy and like that way of thinking like left hemisphere way of thinking of like um strategizing and planning out things and wanting to imp- something improve something for the better was taken out of football and the same amount of energy was put into like homestead and are building like self-sustainable communities I think the world would be like an amazing place but these energy channels are natural essences get channeled off into ciphered yeah they get ciphered into different directions which leads to an unfertile way of living yeah. a degenerative culture and, and it's and i know and it's not to say that like them channels are are completely unhealthy because you can bring a healthy healthy balance to them to them aspects you know you can still partake in sports but uh, like for speaking through my own journey is like through my own what, what i've learned through my journey is that i i was someone who my energy was being siphoned in, being a masculine my energy was being siphoned into football it was being siphoned into pornography it was being siphoned into video games it was being siphoned into many different other other forms too but as you start taking your power back on that what actually happens is you start it starts opening up space within you to channel your energy in more kind of organic way organic ways and i've found that like because people always say to me like how you got so much energy I've got so much energy because I'm not I'm not masturbating for one <laughs> which is a big bonus to that um Laura might say something different about that <laughs> Laura sometimes every time every single time I'm on the laptop or something and I'm not trying to show her something she always goes you masturbating <laughs> you're being a squared boy she doesn't realize I'm doing surprises for her yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see the surprise surprise <laughs> here I am <laughs> Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, but so basically what I'm saying is that the, the masculine energy and the masculine force is kind of, is being uh, subdued in certain ways, you know, and it's kind of filtered off. But as you kind of open yourself up in different ways and you start taking, having discipline and realising where your energy is being formed through that process, it gives you more energy to do more things in your life. And I was going to add as well before when Laura was speaking about kind of uh, the, the feminine aspect, I wanted to add some something more on that as well. Because I think what we're noticing as well is, and I know this goes for the masculine too, but just speaking directly to the feminine, like when the feminine's put in these kind of like stressful situations, like um, the modern day world, for example, you know, women by nature, women by nature are a lot more sensitive. And I think when women are being put in this kind of like more highly stimulated kind of uh, situations, um, through also taking on the masculine role, which a lot of the time they do, you know, women are kind of. Um, can become obese women can become sterile sterile which is an interesting one women can start becoming healthy through that lens and i think that's the same for the masculine too you know when the masculine becomes far too dominant we can see how you know health um kind of goes to the wayside you know so we can we can see like physical repercussions of this like we we can all like feel it like i said before from a primal level and all from us from a soul level and an emotional level we can all feel how there is there is a disharmony that's going on right now and it's interesting just to quickly add um 
because I wanted to speak to like the like the you know the concept of kind of like the the rise of the the sacred feminine which it, within society because I do believe that there is like kind of a a, a rise of of a sacred feminine feminine with right now within society and it is an organic thing you know because we can all see for so long that the the feminine like nature of society has kind of been squashed down by this kind of this masculine dominant world but what i'm what i'm seeing is that through the 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 natural rise of the of the sacred feminine which in a lot of women it's actually been inverted and what I mean by that, it's like that that natural organic energy that's that's rising within females is being inverted in a way where it's now being inverted by kind of certain algorithms, social media, to to put that feminine no longer in the divine feminine, but take them even out of the feminine again and put them into them into the masculine role. So we have to be aware in our own lives when your energy is being ciphered in that way. You know, when is your when is the true organic essence that that is rising within you? being ciphered and pushed over the line you know we've seen that on a with other topics on in the world now you know how our energy's always been harvested and always been ciphered you know like there's always a, a war going on for your attention you know and i think what the what, what's happening is that you know like we can see as well like on a on another level you know how like kind of how how them oh, i lost what i was going to say anyway do you want to add something <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i was just going to uh, speak about how what you were saying about like um, our energies being manipulated in that way, like I think s- social media and these um, social media companies kind of, kind of what they do is they manipulate. They they can see how long you like spend scrolling on something. They can see how many milliseconds you look at something for, how many seconds you look at something for, and it's a really great tool for them to kind of feed you with what your what your your consciousness is looking at. And what that does is it's a great tool. That black mirror in front of you is a is a really good tool to see into your own shadow and to see in your own subconscious because it's what it's doing is reflecting back at you everything that kind of stimulates you, everything that catches your attention, what you're naturally drawn to. And so for me, like five, six years ago, when I had this massive subconscious rage towards men, I mean, I've still got a little bit of, I've still got some rage there that needs to work through, but like when it was more sort of unconscious and it was just being reacted out, that that was kind of manipulated me to, to kind of, for them to show me more feminist content and things that would kind of stimulate me in that way. So I think even though these channels have been manipulated in certain ways for certain agendas, I still think it's like a really great opportunity to use that and and to see our own shadows and to and to heal those things because now more than ever it's coming up to the surface to be healed yeah les said as well in the comments women being allowed to be women nurturing growing and preparing food homeschooling exploring their creativity is the true energy of balance not trying to smash the glass ceiling yeah really good point and it's like it's and it's kind of like it's it's kind of a lot of men and women are obviously we're, we're all kind of stumbling our way back to this now we've got to this point now where civilization in my opinion for a lot of people it's reached this threshold point where we've kind of hit that glass ceiling we're, we're looking around and we're realizing that something's not right and we're, we're trying to create a new framework and go well not create a new framework trying to go back to the framework that was already truly there you know that's a fundamental part of who we are um leanne also said they have changed what it is um meant to be a spiritual process into a fake physical change your gender work crap yeah definitely um also yeah someone also said as well 
it's to do it's to destroy the family in which the, the which is the basis of human life yeah well that's what that's what we were saying you know like that's one of the biggest things that we recognize as we're kind of working our way back to this and we're on our own journey of like me and laura trying to heal this you know from a physical level you know we we're kind of planning on like having kids in the future and like planning on restoring this balance and bringing more more this kind of um what's the word like i'm looking for more bringing more of this energy in towards us and um, we're kind of realizing how like there's part of us that, that still has that program to some degree you know we fell into our wounds around having children too you know we fell into the wounds around like um like bringing that energy into our lives you know so there's there's a lot to be there's a lot to be healed from many different levels and the, the, the inversion like the, the the inversion goes really deep you know um and i think as well like it's interesting because i was thinking the other day about how like you know why are people kind of you know why is the kind of why is there like it seems like when you look online why is there an open and openness to this kind of this nonsense you know that we see online like for example with the um the lbgt movements you know like uh we've got like um even like for example the freedom of ukraine you know like black lives matter you know we can see how there's this like constant kind of like momentum that's been trying to be created and invert like your human opinions and ho- and human like kind of psyche in a way that kind of um, disentangles you from what's truly real, you know. And it's interesting because I was trying to think about like why does that happen, you know. And if you think about this for a second, you know why most people like don't like to not like don't disagree with something is because they're in fear of losing their the social media or the platform or something. And it's because these forms because we're living in a world now where people's only sense in connection to community is through um, a social media or a platform so imagine if you're a person that has like no connection to nature uh, you live alone uh, in a city you've got you're in an apartment by yourself you know your entire life is based on your social media account you know imagine if someone actually takes that away from you you know um and you know like through that process you know you're gonna that's why people are are more are scared of of loot of because we've given so much of our power away. People are scared um, to kind of disagree with with this kind of tyran- t- what's the word I'm looking for this um, tyrannical t- like tyrannical like uh, feminine and the mm-hmm. masculine that comes up more and more in society that we're being fed these algorithms all the time. And I feel like you know technology we can all see is being used to push this level of inversion on us. You know, and I think that's why I know Laura mentioned this uh, to, spoke this to me. But when Laura was in a kind of, when you were like in that, like um, when you were becoming a feminist, as you say, um, you noticed how kind of the algorithms that you were being fed were all tailored to kind of um, inverting your energy into to more feminism, to getting more rage at men, getting more angry. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how that works because obviously like it plays on your emotion. It's like what these social media platforms do is they play on your emotional wounds. And obviously it's a great, like I said, it's like a great, it's a really good tool to find out what those emotional wounds are, to see what you're being pulled into. But yeah, I don't really know what yeah, I had to say. And I was going to say, but I just added that, that's why it's important to make sure that that big technology and social media isn't your only home, you know. Mm. That's why you've got to make sure that you're actually rooted in the organic stuff, you know, like training, you know. They're trying to, they're kind of trying to train our souls in a way to to activate the warmth of our souls through social media or technology, and I think what we can see is that you know if and this goes for this goes for for men too as well. But just speaking to women again, using this example, you know if women if women don't have a family, they don't have a community, women are going to seek extremes. 
because women aren't fundamentally seeking truth, they're seeking love. So through that process, you know, if they haven't got a strong leader, like a strong masculine role, the algorithm is then going to become the master, you know? And it's and it's interesting because I was saying this to you before about through this lens, that a lot of the time the people who are creating these algorithms are feminized men who actually just want to fuck the women, you know? Mm, Which is meals. Yeah, gamma meals who just want to have sex with the women, you know? Yeah. And even, for example, if you take, um, for example, the, from speaking from a masculine perspective now, speaking to the men, you know, if you're having sex with as many women as you want and as many, many women as, as you want possible, you know, you're in that process you're actually destroying women you know because you're not guiding them you know you, you know you're detaching them from the the deeper organic truth that's within them you know so that's why you have to, you know there's there's disharmony within men and women you know we all play a role in this definitely and i think like women naturally want to be led like for me i know how that might trigger a lot of women think i don't need a man to lead me kind of thing but but if, if if that's the case, if 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 you are if the, if a woman is out there and a woman and it, like if you, for whatever girls or women are out there and you do like if that does resonate and that does trigger you like like you know I don't need a man to lead you you know feeling into why you don't want a man to lead you you know because I think a lot of women have been hurt by the the kind of the tyrannical masculine in yeah, that respect of definitely. the the man who wants to to control and domineer over a woman rather than a man who wants to lead and guide and like um, help elevate the woman yeah. and so that they can elevate together. And that also sorry, and that also goes for the man too. If you feel like why you don't want to be guided by a woman, feel that too also. Yeah, because uh, women have been um, women have had to be very like subversively controlling through the centuries to kind of get what they want. And women can be very passive aggressive, and so because I felt that in me, like not being able to really express what I really how to get my needs met so I kind of naturally go to a passive aggressive way of doing it and that's very true for a lot of women a lot of women don't feel comfortable and confident just speaking their needs so they try to manipulate situations in a certain way and um, to kind of get those needs met so there's wounds on both sides to definitely be yeah. healed and it's interesting because when 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 um, from a from a masculine perspective when men are actually truly in the divine masculine you know, you actually have the most testosterone anyway. Like, you have the most sex drive. Like, one of the things that I've tapped into my journey, when I was kind of, when my energy was being inverted, you know, through pornography and things like that, my energy within inside myself was completely depleted. You know, I didn't have time to do certain things. My libido was completely smashed. You know, my sex drive wasn't really there, you know. The sensitivity with, even from a sexual perspective, you know, the sensitivity wasn't even there in my body, you know. It was just completely depleted in a way that that wasn't even like it wasn't even organic anymore it wasn't even operating from a place and it's interesting just from a funny perspective something in mind now it's interesting that the, this kind of like this um non-organic world that the world's moving into you know you're going to have kind of like in the future when it comes to sensitivity because i think it's a it's about sensitivity because we're so overstimulated now that we're always seeking that extra thing you know in the future you're going to have people who's going to be plugged into the metaverse, right? They're going to have virtual go- virtual reality goggles on. They're going to be so overstimulated that they're not even going to they've, they're going to they're going to masturbate and wank themselves so hard that they're not even going to have a dick left. It's just going to be like a little it's not even going to be like it's only just going to be like a little bit of flaccid skin now. And the only way for the man to become to become like <laughs> to get any sexual arousal and <laughs> get any sensitivity is that they're going to literally just have to like like rubber piece of skin <laughs> and they're just going to be in a room full of tissues all around them and it's just in in the in the in the thing is the skin that's left because the dick's completely gone 
it's not even going to be real semen anymore. It's just going to be puss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call. I was just listening to that unfold with horror there. <laughs> like, that reminds- pussy cock. <laughs> that reminds me of um when he was going on that um, weird tangent there. Um, that reminds me of like Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, where it's like this there's something when you read that book you can feel that something's really desperately wrong with that dystopian will that's been creative that's been created and it's like but because we've grown up in our culture and we can't really we're not taught that like living in chronic indulgence and being a slave to your indulgence is actually a bad thing and it's that what what brave new world had was how brave new, how brave new world was different from 1984 was that it showed like how our indulgences can enslave us whereas um 1984 was more so like the overbearing authority enslaving us and i think a lot of people aren't made to like don't have that connection we grew up in this culture of chronic indulgence of pornography we think oh just watching porn's not bad like it's it's harmless fun it's free nobody's getting hurt at the end of it and it and we don't see how like you know eating junk food like lying about in bed not having any sort of challenges or discomfort in our life could be a possibly a bad thing and like i can't remember where i was going with this but like i think for me as a woman i don't know how it would relate this to chronic comfort but like i think you know when like women have not had any male leadership and I think that's that's a very masculine trait to have to kind of learn to embrace comfort I think as women were more sort of tailored towards wanting safety because I remember being a kid like whenever I would play with my toys as a kid I would always make sure the toys were like safe that was one of my like that, that was my feminine traits coming through of making sure like everything was safe and comfortable and without like true masculine leadership we're just kind of forced with that like we're kind of overbed with that force of sort of like um chronic safety that women are sort of neurotically heading towards and i think without that masculine leadership women like uh, women are very vulnerable and i've i've been thinking about that a lot recently of like how many vulnerable really dangerous situations i put myself in because i didn't have a male a, a strong male role model in my life and i look back now and it makes me cringe i was like like a lamb going to slaughter because of how how kind of lost and innocent I was and I didn't have anyone really protecting us and I think this is why we like we want to talk about this because I feel like that this balance and dynamic of the masculine and feminine becoming healed and coming together is so important because there's a lot of conditioning especially with women like when I hear a lot of women talk it's like I hear I hear the phrase I hate men so many times and it's like men are men are there to protect us it's just that, that we've been conditioned by a very damaged masculine that needs that needs to be healed a masculine that's been undermined and not shown how to be the true masculine through society yeah and speaking just to, to bring it back to some funniness just because i was having a, as i was sitting back there i was thinking of something funny in my head wasn't listening to what laura was saying but um thinking of some craziness in my head to bring to the table but when i was when i was explaining before about the guy who's like sitting in the in the in the mate plugged into the matrix and he's all he's he's no longer got a dick left and all he's got is this kind of this flaccid wart, wart left on the end of end of his like spit of skin hanging off and it's just pussing with juice every now and again he's got to rub it like a genie just to uh, to get a bit of juice out <laughs> that's all he's got left um i was thinking about how um it's interesting like how how like how that kind of physical process in my head visually was like kind of 
Like, that's what they're trying to do to the man. They're trying to demasculate you know, where you no longer have a penis, you know? Like, you're actually kind of, like, you, you're going so invert with inside yourself, them natural kind of organic tendencies of the physical body are become so overstimulated or so, or you, so much used that they just completely disappear and vanish, you know? Yeah. So that's what I was kind of thinking. That's in the okay. Head there. When, you, when, you, when you say that, I kind of just imagine, like, a boneless puddle, like, on the floor, just completely spineless, just, yeah. like... But it's, oh, it's like the grey alien, you know? Like the, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to like... Sorry, grey aliens out there. I'm not trying to say that you're that you're feminised, but you do look feminised. But, um, you know, like what I'm saying is like, you know, when you say grey alien, for example, you know, they kind of like, you know, they're grey, they haven't got any sunlight on them. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they've got no genitalia. Yeah. Unless they've got a small wang. Like you don't Ken see doll. it through the... They're like Ken doll, basically, you know? Yeah. But, you know, they haven't kind of like... They haven't got them... They haven't, they haven't natural attributes of what the masculine brings physically, mm-hmm. you know? Which do serve a purpose in the physical realm, you know. Definitely. But I was going to say as well, and um, before as well. Basically, you know what I've started to learn is that, you know, it's about from a masculine perspective is kind of like you know preserving that natural fluid, you know, so preserving that them natural oils to take in more of a metaphysical perspective. You know, there's a there's a purpose to the masculine, not just kind of spilling his shit all over the place. You know, like being grounded in them energies. But that's why I feel like it's important to have a woman who grounds your who grounds the masculine in them energies like laura was saying like the man's role is to protect the woman but the woman's role is to ground the man you know with them energies because you know if the man's not grounded within them energies and he's just spilling his his, his sacred fluid all over the place you know he's going to be completely out of harmony and it's interesting because i was going to say as well just to speak on this if we look at um i'm not going to say the word word because it always gets sensitized but what we the thing that we've just the magic c word that we've just all gone through over the last few years um is an example of where the masculine and the feminine was at completely out of balance you know like for example from the masculine perspective it's not the natural state of a man to be afraid you know and we've seen how many masculine people were afraid you know how many how many masculine people were afraid and through that lens, how the sensitivities of the woman was also sent into a state of fear too because they were frightened because the masculine was afraid, the feminine was afraid, you know. So, and obviously through that lens, women are more, will always find a way to find harmony through that process. And that's why I think it's really important for the, um, that for the men and the women to take on and understand with inside of themselves, like the, the organic masculine energies within inside of the selves and understand when when you need to when they need to be operating and when they need to be tailored back you know when women we need to be when men need to be more grounded when they don't need to be more grounded you know and that's the same for the women you know and i think um when when you do kind of like um bring this into balance what I actually finds what i've found in my personal journey it, be, it develops like a form of um like peacefulness if you want to use that word a form of grounding happens you know like when you start bringing balance to these different roles with inside your own self and in harmony with your partner what actually happens is you is you, you you find this place of of peacefulness and calmness you know because i find sometimes when this energy is out of balance you know you you constantly you don't you're not centered you know you're always like trying to like on hyperdrive trying to find out where that energy is kind of um that energy is kind of uh dominant with inside yourself to to make you do something that's out of harmony with love or out of harmony with your true self you know so when they are grounded you actually find a lot of peace with inside yourself you know definitely it's like that positive and negative charge like i've always say like the sun is a positive charge 
and the earth is a negative charge or the moon is a negative charge like the sun's masculine and the moon's feminine and you need those masculine and feminine to kind of create the balance of the yin yang and that's why like with this like the lgbtq movement i just find it i find it really bizarre when people identify when people like don't see themselves as there's like either male or female like i understand that you you might have might might resonate if you're a woman you might resonate more with the masculine energy and then you might not feel more comfortable being called a woman but when like they change their pronouns to they them or something like that it sorry it always feels like very rude rude for me to kind of address somebody as they them it feels like that it feels like I'm I'm speaking about them as a hypothetical and not as a reality and that doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like in conduitive or conducive to nature yeah. in that respect there's, so, only, there's only two there's only two genders in nature anyway That's the, yeah some, there, some there is the masculine and the feminine and and God, think, God's laws teach God's laws teach us that too so yeah it always does I can see how people might like identify more with either the masculine or the feminine but to kind of create a society where you, you're muting those aspects and decide disassociating from them um I don't really resonate with that but I think there's I think some of it's like well-intentioned but I feel like there is a darker agenda behind that to kind of get us to detach further and further away from our our true essence and kind of merge with AI eventually which is kind of the end game yeah let's said in the comment Laura check out the goddess conference in Glastonbury um yeah it's interesting I just want to quickly speak to that like obviously thanks for the recommendation for Laura but I was just going to quickly speak on that as um I think what I what I have noticed, and I'm not speaking particularly to this event. I have heard of this event, but what I'm just saying is that what I find is that we need to actually create events. There is obviously a time for for ritual where men should go away and women should go away. Definitely, we mean Laura's learned that a lot in our journey of how women and men both need sacred spaces. But there is kind of a a huge emphasis right now within the spirituality community that are that are kind of. Uh, from a business perspective, are, are channeling the chan- also channeling the feminine, and the masculine energy into these groups too as well, which you need to have a, a pull of great awareness to, you know, because there is a lot of um, spirit influence involved in this too as well with the feminine, and the masculine, which me and Laura want to dive into a bit later on. But when it comes to like these groups, you know, like we need to bring a, we need to find ways in society to bring these ha- energies in harmony, you know, not take women away for like a three-day retreat. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying there's a lot of emphasis on this. And, and people think that this is the cue to this, is taking women away for a three-day retreat or, or an event or something and channeling all that feminine energy into one area. You know, we need to create a synthesis where the masculine comes into that, the feminine comes into that too as well, you know, and creates a great harmony. There's a, there's importance to that, but there's also not an importance to that. And it doesn't it doesn't serve a purpose, you know. I feel just sometimes, uh, prep, uh, what's the word, like perpetrates a situation again right. and again and creates a divide between the feminine and masculine you know we need events that bring them bring the two together because it just becomes or com- becomes over polarized again it becomes uh hyper dominant you know definitely it's still something that like we're kind of finding our way back to as well in our relationship there is moments where we're kind of butt heads about things because it's like i've got conditioning in certain respects and you've got conditioning in certain respects yeah, so we're just we're still try- trying to find that balance ourselves yeah, and i think that's what society's doing in general it's like you come to these like you butt heads and you you clash in certain respects but it's all in in pursuit of finding balance and more harmony what's your thoughts on morality because morality is a big one in this that's a big one <laughs> how morality plays in in the role of like of of the feminine and the masculine i feel like if you don't have a solid moral compass you're not 
you just you you've got no sort of direction in life you're just kind of a speck of dust floating about aimlessly what being pushed to whatever the wherever the wind blows you basically and that's what I've been learning recently it's like morality is is the foundation you need to build your yeah you need to build your base on the morale like the foundation of morality and I think I, I think through society and the way we've grown up and culturally like I know I didn't really grow up in an environment where there was like solid moral values put in place I mean there was there was the basics but I feel like there was there's a there's been a lot of conditioning and social programming on especially like I'm trying to think of how to word this so like a lot of programming of to kind of I know for, I'm going to speak personally here but like for women to kind of disown their their natural femininity and to kind of view themselves as kind of sex objects basically like through through the television that's been pushed um i mean you just need to look at cardi b's music videos now to see that that's been an agenda for quite some time and i think i don't know how to it's such a big topic morality i don't know how to gain it in but um i think just teaching children like solid moral values and I think that's why maybe I, I want to teach our children like the biblical stories because there's a lot of morality in that there's a lot of morality in it but it also it shows how human beings over time have kind of witnessed patterns playing out within the within consciousness like the bible is a story of humans becoming conscious of themselves and conscious of their behavior so what the bible is it tells like metaphorical stories of things that are that continue to play out within the human psyche and i think that's why it teaches us strong lessons in morality because it's like i said before it's the foundation that everything else grows off of so i think just teaching children about morality in the bible yeah. would be a great start well, I, 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 I don't know where i was going with no, that sorry. Kind of, i think oh, when it comes oh. to just to quickly add i think when it comes to when it comes to morality it's interesting because like i think there is a roadmap with that you know because if for example from a masculine perspective you know, if, um, from a masculine perspective, if men start speaking the truth, if men stop watching porn, you know, you hold the line, you guard your truth, whatever that may might mean to you. You know, you guard your worldview, your tools of discernment, you know, which are literally your connection to God anyway. And if someone tries to convince you that you're wrong, you know, if, and if with what you believe, you know, then you then you already become the slave anyway. But, you know, you can still be wrong. You can still be wrong. But sometimes if you feel it in your heart that it's the right thing to do, you have to remain true to what you feel, you know, not sell out, not sell your soul. And as we all know, if that, if, if like, if you do see a situation that's playing out collectively or individually in your life and you disagree with it, you know, obviously do this in a controlled manner, you know, use your level of discernment how to operate through this lens. But don't be in any shape or form be scared not to stand in your truth stand in the true masculine stand in the true divine feminine feminine because if you don't you know if, if these things go undressed or un- undressed <laughs> definitely be undressed and getting undressed yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's for sure um there's a lot of undressing going we need to start dressing up a bit more yeah <laughs> actually no actually we need to start getting be more naked <laughs> like the garden of eden <laughs> but um if these things go like un- unaddressed um you're going to have to sort them out later on anyway down the line anyway because more problems are going to be are going to um come from this later on but it's interesting just to quickly add like what i what i have found is that when you when we do kind of like give more attention to the divine feminine and divine masculine and we give more attention to this it actually starts bringing uh, a deeper understanding 
to to the to the deeper things in regards to the nature of reality you know you start understanding the sky clock you know you start understanding herbs myths god and everything else in between you know and i think that's why the the t- t- i can't say the word i keep pronouncing it wrong the tyrannical masculine and the tyrannical feminine you know it wants to kind of it wants to, to bring you in a, in a symbiosis with with monsanto um whereas the kind of the the healthy divine feminine divine masculine wants to take you in a symbiosis with the garden of eden you know and i think that both play obviously the difference between the divine and the, the divine feminine and the divine masculine you know both play a part in kind of whether a society is healthy or whether a society is sick you know because the enemy and the enemy as well as the enemy is not like the the which the media and social media wanted to kind of portray it you know the enemy is not the kind of the tyrannical masculine or the tyrannical fe- feminine feminine uh, feminine feminine, feminine. <laughs> you know it's satan you know it's the devil you know it's and that's why kind of like you know the the motivator is to actually of this is to actually see where this unbalance is resides with inside yourself you know and you have to restore the balance you know because we've all we all have these deeper tendencies with inside of ourselves to be out of balance you know that's why you have to kind of from a more metaphysical perspective you have to start unraveling this within your own soul to restore the balance truly you know you're not going to restore the balance by seeing pointing for your rights outside yourself you have to start feeling them inside yourself you know where's the line of correspondence with inside your soul own soul definitely and i think that's when you're pointing on like pointing at satanism it's like satanism is the direct inversion of christ consciousness which christ consciousness is like you're seeing one another as brother and sister and being fruitful whereas satanism is sort of like self-determinism in that is it is it alistair crowley who said do as thou wilt or something like that mm. that's kind of self-serving dynamic and that's why I like Owen Benjamin when he like he always ends his stream with like be fruitful and multiply, don't be fruity and blow a guy. And I think that's such a powerful message, like of of not falling into that that self serving dynamic of like, you know, watching pornography or just like living with the seven like going along with the seven deadly sins of like gluttony and sloth. It's to kind of to strive for what's moral and what's true and what's beautiful within society. But when you do start striving for what's what's beautiful and what's uh, truly like uh, moral in society and with inside you and self, it brings a harmony and it brings a peacefulness to you. You know, you mm-hmm. st- because like I say, that that other world desensitizes you from the beauty. It desensitizes you from the metaphysical. It desensitizes you from from um, from the divine to some degree. You know, yeah. and it, when you like when you're wrapped up in them worlds, like you don't have time to look at the stars you don't have time to look at the sky clock you don't have time to revel in myth and, and to connect to god you know because you're so detached and removed from them that's why to some degree like if we look from a practical level in the physical world now that's why the cellos this reality of a of a dead world you know like of a mechanistic world because if you're living in a mechanistic world you are just kind of like you know you are going to indulge in the in your senses you know mm-hmm. you are going to be removed you're not going to stand in what's true you know but if you if if you see there's something more divine and you connect to god you know you're going to be grounded and you're going to want to ground yourself in the natural energies you know and in the, in the sacred you know and the sacred stuff that's going on that's what i feel anyway 100% i think it's like programming that's been put on us from such a young age that we're just like we're just a speck of dust in the infinite sea of the universe and the abyss and that we're just spinning at millions of miles an hour or whatever and in nothingness and that our lives are meaningless and i think that's you know that's the program that's been put on us so 
so hard but to kind of break free of that is to to strive for something much greater than ourselves and it makes you much a much more happy and grounded human being and yeah I just I can't like I try I try to tap into that that frequency of being like being an atheist now and I just like it's so hard to tap into because it's it seems so alien to me now and not yeah. to not feel that connection with something higher to strive for something higher than myself but it's once you once you see you can't unsee you know yeah, that's that's a, that's the difference that's the difference between kind of atheist and and someone who's kind of who who's kind of seen beyond the veil to some degree you know you don't need science to tell you something anymore you know you don't need science or an algorithm to validate like what this place is or what you truly are you know because you've went over that barrier you understand and know what it is and les also said that the, the goddess conference has a masculine at the center of it gamma masculine i'm only joking that was a joke <laughs> i'm only joking about that <laughs> I, think that'd be I, I hear you I, d- I don't know what it is i was just trying to make a point in regards to like how we need to keep that in check you know because there is a lot of kind of inversion within the spirituality community you know like taking groups of men away taking group of masculine away um and there's a that serves a purpose as well but i'm just saying that we need to like needs to kind of be brought to balance you know with that 100 percent um someone said in the comments as well nice to connect with you both you both have a very powerful presence really enjoy your content thank you for shining love that thanks for that thank you that's beautiful um someone said as well a good question before are there someone said um maki i think that's how you pronounce your name how did you attract one another this is interesting because me and Laura want to want to want to talk about the the metaphysics of the feminine and masculine in a minute as well. Even I know we've slightly touched on the more physical presence of it. We're going to start diving deep, and we want to dive into spiritual influence now. We want to talk about um, the more metaphysical principles of the of the soul in regards to the feminine and the masculine, because that's probably good to talk on. We'll touch on with this too as well. So we're going to start diving really deep now. So there's going to be some gravy, <laughs> gravy spillage. You better have your napkins on. But um, how the story of how how we met was an interesting one, and it's one that we're still trying to like uncover. Like as we're kind of uncovering our own soul and uncovering our own relationship, um, and working on our masculine and feminine through this, we're like trying to unravel like like the the role and how how we're kind of uh, getting together kind of unfolded, because there's a lot of kind of what I've noticed in life is that. Um, certain events play out in your life that have a, a huge kind of I mean all events do this but like some have a, a greater portience to them you know have a greater you can feel like the metaphysical energy behind it when certain events happen in your life you know like they have a has a more of a, a divine like essence to them you know like playing out mm. and we all have like more significant events in our life that do this and me and Laura for us we kind of um, that played out with us you know there was like a lot of synchronicities around this you know like you were doing your own meditation you were getting things through i was getting things through and the only way i can describe it is like um and this this happens a lot what we've been learning with especially when it comes to the soulmate dynamic which you want to do you want to talk touch about a little bit later on but when it comes to the soulmate dynamic there is kind of like a an energetic or a magnetic pull that um that can be activated in each one of us as we go for our own progression our own evolution of our own souls that can like um it creeps up as when you when you work on certain emotions so as you work on certain emotions inside yourself it opens up space for 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 different law of attractions to happen and what i feel like working into my soul i i feel like not to go too deep and not go too personal because we share a lot but um on a personal level there was a lot of things changing in my life 
and there was a lot of things that I was starting to feel into and, and remove out my life. I was spending a lot of time by myself. There was also like a longing within my soul that I was feeling into a lot for for for, for, for Laura. You know, I was feeling into that constantly every single day. And I had this experience where I went to the Lake District and I was um sitting uh, reading a book and um I was you know, I was I was by myself, I spent a lot of time by myself and I was longing for someone to share my life with, you know, like on a deeper level, you know. Someone who is me, you know, because Laura is me. <laughs> Ding, ding. <laughs> God help us. Yeah. But um, I was like longing for someone like Laura, and then what happened is I was reading a book on on the on the process of reincarnation and the soul, and um, you know, like it's hard to explain, but the place I was in was very sacred to me, and obviously the message came through. And when the message came through from Laura, um, when that made, when Laura made the contact, what happened was is that I felt it. You know, like it's hard to explain when you just know, you know. And it does it, it won't leave you, you know. It just won't leave you at all. And there's a lot more to it than that, but it's just kind of like sometimes in our lives, when you're in tune, as I've said before, as you're in tune with the spheres, <laughs> um, and as your demons disappear, your real gifts appear. The future is clear. The vision is clear. Ascension is near. Um, but as you do that, what happens is, is um, you know, you, you, you connect to something beyond your five senses you know because we're not just limited to this body you connect to things that can connect to thing people and experience in different ways and things come in into your soul in ways and bounce around you that normal experiences don't and if you're more in tune to them you listen to them you know 100 percent. definitely um, but that's that's how and laura's laura's example this will be completely different you know like we went to a nightclub like i bought her a kebab and a pizza <laughs> And uh, took her around the back of the back of the bush shell, uh, <laughs> abused her. <laughs> Maybe in a past life, not in this life. <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. Let's see. Um, I was going. To, I want to speak before. There's a few questions there. But I want to come back to some questions. Dan Dan Hill just put a really good question. We'll definitely get back to that question. But I just wanted before we start diving at that because I've seen it's a big question, Dan. Um, but I wanted to uh, talk about the the what like I said before. Just dive a bit more into the metaphysics of the divine feminine, the divine masculine. You tired there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to talk talk about the the metaphysics of the divine feminine, the divine masculine, because um, I think this plays a, a fundamental role. Like our soul plays a fundamental role in that process. Because um, when it comes to the nature of the soul, a lot of people kind of like naturally within inside of all of our souls, you know, like we all have a soulmate, which is one, one half of the soulmate is more masculine, one half of the soulmate is more feminine. But inside of us all, inside of my soul, like what my soul is one half of a soul. However, within the half of my soul, there is feminine and also masculine qualities within inside of us all that resides within inside of us, you know. And obviously, the fact that I've, the fact that my soul's come into this body means that my soul's more masculine dominant, and the fact that Laura's soul's gone in her body means that she's more feminine, a, a, more of a feminine energy, you know. And like I said before, we all have feminine and masculine qualities within us, but obviously, the fact, like I said, the fact that we've come and I'm in this body is because I'm my soul's more masculine. And hers is more feminine, you know. Definitely. And I just wanted to make that a point because um, when it comes to like, like especially when it comes to the the dynamic of the the feminine and masculine within inside of the the twin flame relationship or the soulmate connection, you know, we all do have an an, an, an other half to ourselves that is out there, you know. 
and obviously um, a lot of people say that to, to that eventually on the path, whether whether that's in the in the spiritual world or the physical world, eventually we'll get to a point in the journey where we'll meet our other uh, twin flame, and um, you know that twin flame will help you. The soul, your soulmate, will help. You'll you'll both come together, and you'll both reflect and mirror certain tendencies within inside yourself. It's not going to be just easy, you know. It's going to be hard work. It's going to come with a lot of work. A lot of a uh, disparity, <laughs> um, and then through that journey, what happens is is um, you both ascend together, and you complement each other in different ways, and you help each other ascend, you know. And that's that's um, like divine truth talks a lot about that, you know, like how we you know, how that's what happens. That's the and uh, San Ospinacci talks about that too as well in terms of the the feminine, the masculine, how they complement each other in ways that helps them ascend metaphysically. Um, but a lot of the time is a lot of the time you know people can't even recognize their twin flame because there's so many emotional injuries within the way of us that our twin flame walks past us and we don't even know because we've got a lot of emotional wounds that block us from seeing you know because a lot of the time it's through the emotional wounds that blocks us from seeing like who that true person is who we need to be with um that's that's what i want to say on that anyway definitely anything you want to add to that yeah just like wounds towards I think like intergender wounds that need to be felt into that can kind of prevent you from attracting your soulmate in. I think what um, the divine truth teachings say is like there's two dominant spiritual forces on the planet at the moment, like men who are very angry at women and women yeah. who are very angry at men. And they can kind of overcloak people and influence them, which kind of through people's emotional wounds, those spiritual influences can overcloak them. And we've kind of seen personal... We've had personal examples of that, yeah. experiences with that in our lives. Yeah, we've had personal experiences where we've actually seen the essence of, or of, for example, a group of group of um, women spirits overcloaking certain people. Um, masculine, we've tapped into it to some degree, but mostly the feminine, we've definitely seen the feminine energy, the dominant feminine energy that's overcloaking a lot of people. But like spirit influence is a big one when it comes to, like Laura said, spirit influence is a huge one when it comes to like the, the the dominant forces that are being swayed on the planet right now you know we can see that there's a there is um external forces this is to go deeper there's external forces that do that has influenced the feminine to to be to be uh, angry towards the man and there's also dominant masculine spirits that um, affect the men on the planet through their emotional wounds to be angry at the women you know it all gets back down to the fundamental basics of our emotional wounds you know like how you operate through your masculine and how you sit, view the other masculine is all dependent on your emotional injuries. You know, this is one that me and Laura's been working on, you know, like certain situations where my masculine gets too dominant over Laura. I'm think I'm feeling into my wounds. When wh Where's that coming from, you know? Where's that root coming from? Why is it that um, I want to kind of control the feminine to some degree, you know? This has come up in a lot of experiences that me and Laura, Laura's had. And uh, the same for Laura, you know? Why is it that she doesn't want men to dominate her you know so like it's it there's a there's an interesting role in this you know from all perspectives and it all leads to it to an emotional wound you know and i think you know as soon as you um as soon as you sort of um we start balancing these perspectives you know that you'll start realizing that 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 the reason how these things are out of balance is because um because you we have a wound to either the feminine or the masculine you know and I think I think there's something good good just for people out there as well to feel in their own lives as well, you know. Like analyze when you get frustrated at the other 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 gender, you know. Like when when is it where you're getting angry at the other gender, you know, for example. Or what in your daily life, which another good one is, 
what in your daily life is um like for example where you kind of um where when you put down the other other of agenda like for example if you're a man and you put down the woman or you override or you're kind of being more dominant over the woman in certain areas and it's you can feel it's out of balance feeling the why that's happening and the same for the feminine too as well you know because i think many of our um addictions that are in play when we are kind of when we when we um when we don't get what we want from the from the opposite gender are coming from an addiction you know like many addictions come from that mm-hmm. i think um divine truth did a, a really cool video on this where they, um, they spoke about how they, they wanted to start a garden project and there was a group of men and women who who would join to create a beautiful garden together and there was a group of men who had very toxic beliefs towards the feminine and kind of saw f- like women as inferior to the men and stupid and they didn't want to have the woman's input and when they built, uh, they were trying to build ponds at the top of the land and because of the emotional wounds that this certain group of men had, they built up the left side of the, the pond too high, which had caused the, the pond to breach and was at risk of like destroying the whole thing because of wounds that they had towards women. And and on the other hand, there was women who were kind of wanting to create like a flower garden and there was men there was a man who was supervising this and they weren't listening to what the man had to say about making it more functional and making getting the basis right, the foundations right before they made it beautiful. The women were kind of going to the man and meeting certain addictions within them and not listening to what he had to say. And then therefore they were trying to make it beautiful before they were trying to make it, before they would make it functional. And that caused that flower garden to fail and that caused a lot more work for, for the both, for the, for the groups of people. So what the example was is that what this, these stories are trying to teach us is that because of our wounds towards either gender it creates a, whatever we're going to create is bound to fail in the end because it's not acting in harmony it's not honoring the functionality and the logic behind something as well as the beauty behind it and i think that was a really good example yeah it is it is it is a really good example as well because what what i what i, what I noticed about that experiment as well which um which laura just described there was that um a lot of the time that yeah, the, the men weren't kind of like the, because the men had a had, sorry the women had a wound around the men they weren't listening to them you know uh, so it's a lot of the time like I said before it's our wounds that prevent us from actually from create create a disharmony you know because eventually for like you know women more in like you said more women intuitively want to want to make things look good but you also need to honor the masculine energies where they want to have things practical you know and we we've been kind of um feeling that out in our own life too as well haven't we mm-hmm. Um, someone Les in the comments said, "I think the financial powerhouses, lenders, banks, and the movement towards a two-income family is damaging, pushing up the housing and facing women to be masculine." Yeah, for sure. But it's all about taking us away from that. You know, like we, as we kind of give our power away through them lenses. You know, you have to. You know, it. We live in a world now where we have so many bills and we have so many taxes and different things to play, to pay that we're required. It's now required for the man and the woman to 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 operate in this way you know because it's the only way to survive prices go up because we've give our power away from so many different angles that we have to now just go with the rhythms of what they're doing to us you know of what they what's being pumped out but fundamentally it comes from us because if you make yourself easy to serve then you can start depowering them systems you know on a personal a local level and a collective level 100 percent um 
Uh, Leanne said, at the basis, it represents a time on the planet that we integrate the planetary systems, which are the masculine and the feminine at this time in the cycle. So humanity will get the frequency. Yeah, 100% sure. I think that's what's happening. Like I said before, there is like a natural uh, harmony that is coming up through the human soul. Like we've got to this point now where it's it's got, it surely can't get any worse than this now, you know. Um, I, I don't know about that, it might, but... um. It's definitely there's been a turnaround with a lot of people in this terms of this lifestyle. You know, like Les said there, hey guys, get yourself to Portugal, start a small hold and have babies and nurture them and live at one with nature. Yeah, we're already on that. <laughs> we're already on that, That's don't worry. Um, Mike said, have you guys ever heard of or watched the channel called 434? He commutes with what he calls the machine elves and brings messages back to Earth and shares them with the internet. I haven't. That'd be cool. We'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Some really awesome comments, by the way, by everyone. Uh, someone said, Dan, your David Icke interview was legendary. Thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah, I don't know how that's not being took down, to be honest. All of all his other content's being took down, you know. Um, someone said as well, look... Uh, so Maggie said, are you, st are you living in the UK? Yeah, we're in the UK at the moment, but we're, we're just about to head back to uh, start our own homestead. We're about just about to head back to Portugal very soon, and we're going to be starting our own homestead uh, very soon. We've just been, we've been like, that's one thing, like I said before, that like when, um, one of the beautiful things is that, that on my journey, when I've freed up energy with inside myself, by not masturbating, by not having me energy inverted by the system or by the beast, it frees up a lot of time in your life where you can start focusing on putting your energy into things that are more organic, you know, like planning out how a water system works, planning out how solar system works, connecting with more like-minded people, um, you know, freeing yourself from that, from the ties of the system and learning new models and ways of operating in a more or more organic way. And that's what we've been doing. We've been spending a lot of our time like, like, um, We've been come back to the UK and we've been collecting a lot of building tools that we re require. Um, we've been investing in tools. We've been learning different ways of operating on the land, as as we're still doing the emotional work as well. So it's like it's exciting, isn't it? It's like there's a lot of energy towards that. And when you and anyone can do this, you know, because when it comes to like, I know that this lifestyle, when especially when me and Laura really embody this over the next few weeks and months, because we're going to be doing a vlog about it. It's going to trigger so many people so hard. We already know that. We've already felt that resistance. We've already worked into a lot of them wounds. But, you know, this anyone can do this, you know. It's like a it's a weak mentality to go like, how dare you do that? You know, like, how how can you do that? You know. Yeah, must be nice. Must be nice to um to go and live off grid, you know, but like anyone can do it, you know. Like um it's just you just have to move the blocks with inside yourself, you know, and and, and remove the fear. And um and move into that lifestyle, you know. Um, Do you want to talk more? Yeah, no, maybe not. <laughs> this is a masculine coming over the feminine here. Maybe. Can we answer one more? Just just feeling <laughs> really tired. Let's find a symbiosis. Let's see where this goes. We could have a first masculine and feminine fallout and dynamic here. <laughs> this is where the more feminine nature now wants to kind of. She wants to go and sit down. She wants to go and eat some cake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, where the masculine force wants to get shit done. <laughs> yeah. Dan Hill, let's answer Dan's question. He said, do you think 
uh, they are hiding the truth about the universe. Did man go to the moon with rubbish technology, but we've not been back? Yeah, 100% sure. Um, let's dive into this one. This is actually, it is, it's, it's interesting, Dan, right? Because this question is actually more related than you actually imagine to this topic of the feminine and the masculine. Because like I said before that, when um, this is it, this is like there's a deeper um, inversion to all of this. You know, it's always it's all about kind of from every single level manipulating the feminine, and the masculine, away from the deeper divine principles of this universe, removing you from God. You know, if you take harmony out of the physical body, you take harmony out of the fem out of the family rules, um, and you know the, the natural balance of the feminine, and masculine. You know, you you remove man from the divine man and woman away from the do true deeper divine principles. You know, you tell man that you're on a spinning ball, spinning through sprint, spin, uh, spinning through airspace. Uh, you're spinning through infinity. Um, you're on a ball. You know, um, it, it it definitely kind of like it it detaches you to some degree away from the the deeper metaphysical essence of this place. You know, and nowhere did we go to the moon. Not a chance, no, a thousand percent, you know. And obviously, you're gonna get like people in the comments going, "Of course, we went to the moon. Um, of course, this this place is what the government tell us and what NASA tell us, you know. Um, why would they lie about this, you know? But um, from a deeper fundamental level, like, you know, we all know that once you un once you un once you un once you see the spells and you see behind the curtain, there's no going back, you know. And you start realizing that this place is of more of a divine nature. And more of a, uh, there's a more of a metaphysical nature at this place, you know. And what we've been told about reality and what we're on, and what the sh even what the shape of this place is and how this place operates, it's not what it's not it's not reality, you know. Because even from a physical perspective, we can observe reality, and what we're being told from an observable perspective isn't true, you know. Our senses tell us, but our also from a physical perspective, we can test this too. Do you want to add to that? No, I agree. You know what I mean? Laura love going down. Like you know, what I mean Laura are are we love watching like um we've just been watching um uh, watched a flat Earth documentary the other day. You know, um a flat Earth documentary. Uh, we watched a, a documentary about the luminaries. Um, you know, we're always open to like we like I say for it's it's interesting. Like when it comes to like you know the the debate of like of of NASA and like the flat Earth debate. You know, we we're not flat Earthers. We don't we're truth seekers. That's what we are. We're not. We don't know what it is. We're open, um, but we know that one thing's for sure: what we're being told, it's not what we've been told. You know, this realm is not what we've been told. You know, I know for a fact the planets aren't planets in the sense of the physical planets that NASA puts in the little generated image and shows us an image of like, oh, this is a planet. You know, it's made up of gas and rock. Yeah. Oh, it's gas and rock, <laughs> <laughs> and masturbate over it. Um, it's you know, it's when you like. I know that it's not that you know you can you can form your own connection with the stars you know the metaphysical um yeah. I you, think yeah go ahead yeah as you like as you unravel like yourself and heal traumas and stuff it's like you you step out into a new reality and I was looking at something yesterday and I seen like a picture of the earth as a globe and I was just like something just clicked I was just like that's ridiculous something in my side of my mind just like couldn't fathom it being a spinning rock in infinite space I don't know I don't know what it is, but for me, it when I, the more I step out and heal myself and step into this new reality, it feels as though I'm on a flat plane. So it's just about everyone's on their own journey. But for me, it just seeing it as a globe now just seems very far removed from where I'm where I'm at. Yeah. And there might be the thing is, is like 
you know, there might be a, a globe essence to it, you know, like that's the interesting thing because, you know, the, the, the toroidal field that's around us, that the tr there's a toroidal field around around us with all with all of us, you know. Like if you in tune, you can see the toroidal field with around everyone. We all have a toroidal field, you know. The chakras are at the heart of it. You know, our heart is the electromagnetic frequency that creates the toroidal field that goes all around us. You know, you can have an experience yourself metaphysically, and you can see that. So we all know that what's represented in nature is also within inside of us. You know, what is above, so below. What is inside is also outside. So there is like a um, we all know that nature has a has a has a kind of an order to it in that in that sense. So um, you know the 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 roundness of the planet is probably the toroidal field that's all around us. You know, and what whatever else it is, whatever else going on is the more land, um, like it could be. You know, there seems to be like that. What we've been hundred percent what we've been told and what our senses are telling us is that it doesn't add up. You know, and there's a lot more to this. Dan said, "Agree, NASA controls everything, uh, just like the main media." the world is a stage yeah for 100% and um but it's like interesting because like as me and Laura's been unraveling this on our own journey we've like like Laura made a good point there about kind of like um the like you said as you go on your own healing journey as you remove yourself away from the programming and you start healing yourself it opens up spaces with inside yourself to, to see other ways of being you know and tap into the world in ways that that, that the mechanistic way of the world doesn't kind of teach you or tries to kind of operate you through, you know. That that's what I that's what I hundred percent feel. Um but like hundred percent like it's like the spell the spells go deep, you know, the riddles go deep. It's all in plain sight. We just have to kind of unravel it with inside of our own self. Anything else? Um, darling, are you tired? No, I'm tired. <laughs> Laura's eye, eyes are rolling at the back of her head. Should we leave it there? Yeah. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll leave I just it. Like, you know when your social battery just drains, I'm just like, I'm, I have nothing to say now. I'm really tired. Should we leave it there? Yeah. We'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, hope you're having a good day and I hope everyone's going doing well. And thanks for so much for the good questions because they're really awesome. Yeah. Thanks for showing up and just making it interesting. And um, in a few weeks' time as well, just to let you all know, we're going to be starting our vlog as well. Um, our off-grid vlog yeah it's, it's um, called the origin homestead we've got a i think it's linked on your channel now yeah it is it's, it's linked, linked on the chat it's yeah, linked it's on the youtube channel so anyone can go and check it out and it's going to be a weekly vlog where we demonstrate and and stumble our way through going back to a more off-grid lifestyle and we're going to share systems and things that we're working on we're going to share the struggles and the joys and we're going to give like a, we're going to share a perspective on, on we're just going to share our journeys, you know, and just see how it unfolds. And it's going to be like a weekly vlog, isn't it? Yeah, looking forward to it. And we're going to, so we're going to share that with you all and hope it gives you some inspiration on that anyone can do it, you know. Um, if we can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. That's for sure. Exactly. Should we leave it there? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but if anyone's interested in watching that vlog, watching, checking out, subscribing to the vlog channel, um i'll um i'll put a link in the comments but there's also on the channel you'll find it anyway it's it's basically straightforward so i hope you have a good one hope you have a good night and uh keep seeking everyone peace and love
Chieftain, sing.